I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. It is Amberly Lyons here, your chakra expert, energy and crystal connoisseur, and your trusty spiritual BFF. I'm the founder of Chakra Girl Co., and I'm just giving you all the tips and inspo to be intentional AF to live your best life and activate your chakras. Today, we are chatting with Jessica Harlow about self-reinvention and checking that ego at the door. If you're a first-time listener, I don't always sound like this. I'm sick. If you're a returning listener, thank goodness for you. Love you. Okay, so Jessica Harlow is a motivational beauty influencer, glamour advocate, and podcast host that helps young women look and feel their best. So we're talking about, like, this is honestly a really good episode, you guys. We're talking about gaining clarity and strength from your dark times. We're talking about how to stop being an asshole and how to check your ego at the door. And we're talking about how to stop needing validation. I mean, I don't feel like I need to be validated. I like to be validated. I have to be validated, but it's not like my need to be validated, like my need to be praised, but whatever. Um, that was kind of a, my spin on a classic line from the office. Um, but it's also totally true. I do need to be validated and I do need to be praised. Anyways, Jessica's also sharing details on a really cool contraption that will give you more time away from scrolling your phone. Oh, and she's telling her IRL Dear John story when she dated a con artist. True story, guys. Real life Dear John. I don't think anyone got stabbed to my acknowledgement, but uh, let's let's listen. Anyways, there's so many good takeaways on this episode here, and you're just going to learn how to just be a better person, be more grounded, love yourself more in this special, wild social media world that we live in. Before we get into the episode, I want to give you guys a little LA recap. So just got home from LA, which is why I sound like shit. I'm sick. 
and I just ran myself to the ground. So I just want to give you a recap of some of the fun things that I did. I took hosting classes, guys. You probably can't tell because I'm being a terrible host who's sick and can barely speak right now, but hosting classes for TV is what I took. So her name's Marky Costello. The class is called Become a Host. I know, very direct to the point, but Marky Costello is like very fierce and she means fucking business. And I like to think that I did really well. She did compliment me, but she also, you know, yelled at me a couple times because I shit the bed at this one point and like totally like went stage fright blank for a moment. Um, so yeah, that happened. But other than that, I actually did really well, but I think everyone, like it was like, it was hard. Like everyone was really nervous, but anyways, I also met with a TV producer. If you've been following me, you will know that it is my dream to have my own TV show. So I met with a TV producer. She's fabulous. You guys are going to love her. I'm definitely going to have her on Shocker Girl Radio one day. It's happening. So excited to share more with you soon. I stayed at the Beverly Hills Hotel. It was the Oscars. I was there for their Oscar after party and the only celebrity I saw was Charlie Sheen's dad don't even know his name I what else happened I bought a Balmain bag my first Balmain Balmain whatever and yeah I'm just really excited about it I was broke three years ago okay I'm allowed to brag a little bit I'm nouveau riche so let me have it and I had a wild night with my friends Jen and Donnie which is when the reason why I got sick So there's that. Okay. Also on that office tip, I went to a recording of busy tonight. Love me some busy Phillips. Love me some e-network and guess who the guest was. And I had no idea when I went there who the guest was going to be. It was Pam from the office, Jenna Fisher. And then Michael from the office, Steve Carell popped out of the big box and surprised her and surprised me. I literally cried. So go check out Busy Phillips. She has like the whole replay on Instagram. And yeah, I was just really excited to be there and be behind the scenes at a filming of this show. And that's how I'm manifesting my own show, guys. Okay, chakra tip of the day. On that sick tip, uh, my chakra tip is literally about what is going on. So right now there is a solar storm. So, so many people are sick and I'm going to blame my sickness on this so that I don't have to feel bad for drinking for five days in a row in LA, but Apparently there's like this solar storm, which is when the sun like emits some like weird frequency of light and it affects us on earth and affects like the energy waves on earth. So not only does it affect, um, you know, the like electronics and stuff, but it affects our bodies and we can get sick. So make sure you're balancing your energy. So elite shungite is a really great crystal that you can put in the bathtub and it actually absorbs any weird like radio frequencies that are in your body. So douse yourself in bathwater with elite shungite and make sure you are releasing things that are not serving you. So if there's any discordant energy in your life, so whether it's a person you need to release or a contract you need to release or, you know, just some kind of old habit or pattern or thought that you need to release, this is a really good time to focus on releasing and recalibrating because when we release, we literally kind of like leave a void. So I've been, you know, releasing some things as well and then kind of leaves a void and then your body has to recalibrate and when there's this weird energy going on it's really hard to recalibrate so 
just make sure you're taking care of yourself, guys. There's some weird radioactive stuff going on. Check out this whole solar storm situation. We'll link you to it in the show notes. Oh, another hot tip. When you feel like you're getting sick, don't drink for four days. Fine. I said it. It's my fault. I can't blame it on the solar storm. Anyways, I want to do a chakra shout out to skin chemist Rose Quartz Lip Plump. Not sponsored, but open to it. There's a subscription box called Glossy Box, and they send you like a subscription of makeup and goodies. So I got like perfume and all this amazing stuff. But the one that I'm most obsessed with is this skin chemist Rose Quartz Lip Plump. I don't know that it actually has Rose Quartz in it, but if you want to skip the needle and just get a little bit of you know, a buzz going on on the lip with a little plumping action. Check this out, linking you to it in the show notes. And it's like a really nice pink color, but I will say quartz has a lifting property to it. So I've used like quartz face masks and different quartz products. So quartz does have like a really good lifting situation to it. So check it out, go plump up those lips and let's get into this episode with Jessica. It's super juicy guys. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. We are here today with total babe, Jessica Harlow. She's a motivational beauty influencer, a glamour advocate, and just like total goals looks wise, guys. I'm obsessed with staring at her photos all the time. She's also the host of her self-named podcast focused on self-development and content that helps young women look and feel their best. We spend so much time scrolling and admiring other women. Why not join them? Welcome to the show, Jessica. Hi, thank you for having me. Hello, gorgeous, so as I say. <laughs> oh my gosh, thank you. So let's get into our slumber party questions. What is your daily ritual? Um, well, I always like to do two things. Like no matter what, I love to either meditate, I love to meditate and also journal. Like those are the two things that I think keep me the most sane. If I had to actually pick one over, over the other, I think I would pick journaling. I swear by the power of writing. I just think it really helps you clear your head and focus. <laughs> so true. So what do you do? What, what do you write in your journal? I feel like I, so many people ask me that. Um, sometimes I mix it up. I think it, what I would do normally is kind of referred to as morning pages. Mm. It's kind of like how you just let your mind just freely, whatever comes to your mind without editing, without second guessing yourself, you just write. And it really sometimes surprised me, surprises me what comes through. Mm. Um, and it's a really great way to really see where you're actually at. And there's just something about when you write it out and you see it on paper, you really can notice things that you probably wouldn't be able to notice if you were just thinking them. So, so true. Of, yeah. Like, do you find that? But um, I learned that from, I think the book was called The Artist's Way. Mm. I forget the author right now off the top of my head, but it's a popular book. And that was something that was recommended for unleashing creativity. But I think there's so many different benefits to it. And I recommended it to people and they've sworn by it too. So I, I guess know, it I works. feel like I'm going to get real woo-woo here, but I feel like when I do that, it's almost like the universe is like speaking through me. I'm like channeling 100%. my own Abraham. <laughs> like- yeah, but yes, yes, because it forces you to really slow down. And yeah. it's interesting. It's funny how you say that, like where you're kind of getting in touch with the universe. I feel like it's my higher self being able to come through totally. because sometimes I'll start out really sort of you know, in my ego mode of like, what's going on right now? What's bothering me? And then like halfway through all of a sudden it's like this other, I don't know, entity comes through and it's Mm -hmm. just like really helping me 
to just see the bright side and see what's good in a situation. It's, it's really woo woo. I do agree, but I really don't care as long as it works. No, I'm all about the woo woo. That's what I'm we're like. Here. I don't know how it's working, why yeah. it's working, <laughs> but it my life on it, but it's working. Like just like crystals, it's like I don't know. Like I don't know how it works, but it works. So you just <laughs> roll with it. Speaking of crystals, what is your go-to crystal? To be honest, like I just like them because they're pretty. Mm-hmm. I understand that like there's people who swear by it, and I totally believe that they could benefit people. For me, I just like them because they're pretty, but I tend to gravitate towards like the rose quartz. And I love how it's um, for self-love. It's not just about romantic love, which yes. is, you know, it's so important. Both of those things kind of come hand in hand and it doesn't make sense until you mess up enough of your love life. Yeah, that you'll really get <laughs> it. Like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> I know. It's like, no, I can totally force someone to be the person that I want them to be. But it's, it's like, like, no, no you can't even force yourself to be the person exactly. you want to be it's like do that for someone else. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, so funny. Okay. Tell us your beauty routine. Well, it really depends. I feel like it depends on what my mood is. Sometimes I just want to do like the all natural kind of look. And then other times I want to be super glam. It just depends on what vibe I'm feeling, maybe what I'm seeing more of on Instagram that's inspiring me or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, like my thing is skin is like number one because mm-hmm. um, I've had problem skin my whole entire life. So um, really making sure that I keep on top of like using masks and like little at home peels. Like I love the one from it's pronounced Ula Henriksen, but I call it Ole Henriksen. But anyway, mm. it's called the Power Peel. And okay. it's one of the strongest like at-home chemical peels that you can do. I swear by it. Like I don't have perfect skin, but this makes me look like a thousand times better. Like every time I do it, people who like see my skin all the time always will comment on my skin afterwards. And I'm oh. like, because I use the peel. Like they notice. So, is, so have you ever used the goop one? Yes, that's another favorite one. Okay. I love is that it one too. Similar, like for me, it makes me go so red, but then it looks amazing in like an hour. Is it the same yeah. kind of vibe where it kind of like um, you a little? Yeah, it, they're very similar. I feel like the goop one is a really great quick fix. Mm-hmm. Um, like I can do that like the day of, and I'll, I'll know like in an hour my skin is going to be like you said, it's going to not be so pink. Yeah, this one I like to do the night before an event just mm. to kind of really give it a chance to settle down because it depends on what my skin's doing. Sometimes my skin will calm down in an hour. Sometimes maybe it'll need a few more. Um, mm. So I like to do it the night before and put on a good like moisturizer or something, and then go to sleep, wake up, and my skin looks so much better. Okay, I just noticed a huge difference tip. from that. That like it's worth every single penny. I am okay. not kidding. I need to get this. I'm intrigued. Um, yeah, I'll link and then, you guys to that as well. <laughs> and then other than that, it's just like my hair. Like I feel like when your hair looks good, everything else just kind of falls into place. Like hair, manicure. I like to just That's be so true. I was like watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians yesterday and I was like, mm-hmm. how the fuck do they make sweatpants look good? I'm like, oh yeah, because they have full glam. <laughs> like- they have full glam. You know, like, listen, a manicure, your hair done and like a clean face can do a lot for you. If you want to yeah. go extra glam, you'll still look great. Yes, 100%. Okay, what yeah. is a guilty pleasure that you think good spiritual people don't do? I don't know. Like, I don't really feel guilty about anything, to be honest. I don't know. Like, I guess I'm into comedy. And sometimes I feel like it can be a little bit negative. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But I I enjoy it. I've always loved comedy and it makes me happy. So that's kind of a guilty pleasure. But I don't really, I don't like to feel too guilty about things that make me feel good. I feel like that's bad spirituality. Not to be, you know, not that there is bad spiritual. I don't know. (laughs) I don't want to be judgmental. (laughs) 
we believe in being guilty, but like being okay with it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like I just, I don't think about it too much. I mean, we, so on the comedy tip, I know me and my husband have been watching this like horrific, terrible show called Roast Battle. Have you heard of it? No. It's It's like comedians literally just like ripping into each other, but it's so funny and like so offside, but we just have to watch it. It's like, it's like, it's like one of those things where it's like, this is so bad and probably not good for my vibe. It's so funny. I'm going to watch it anyway. You know, I feel like, I feel like if there's a way that you can like channel it into kind of like love and not hate. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you can make fun of people and it still comes from a place of love. Oh, totally. See, they make them hug after. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's a difference between like malice and like, just because literally we can make fun of anything and anyone, you know, there's something funny about everything and everyone. So uh, if it comes from a good place, I think intention is really, really key. Yeah. I mean, if you're standing up there expecting to be made fun of, you're obviously so secure in yourself that it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And I think, I think you're prepared for it too. Exactly. Totally. (laughs) Like we kind of know what our shit is. Nothing really comes as that much of a surprise. (laughs) I think to be able to have someone like sit there and like spew off all the things you hate about yourself to you is like (laughs) the ultimate in like enlightenment. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting there. I'm getting there. That's actually one of the things that a practice that I did when I was on a retreat, they had us, uh, basically write down the things we hated most about ourselves. (laughs) And then they had some, we had to go in like a, a team of two and we had to say them to each other, like being really mean. No, it was crazy, (laughs) but no, I mean, like it actually was like, it was really cathartic. (laughs) No, but it was like, not, it was like empowering. Cause it was like, yeah, I can have someone say these horrific things to me. It's kind of like the last, it's like the last scene of like eight mile, right? Yes, that's exactly. Yeah, where like Eminem like goes into, well, his character goes into like everything that's like wrong with him and then gives the other person nothing else to say. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, sometimes our best, our best and our worst habits can be the same thing. It's just a different expression. I know. I always, another practice that I always tell my clients to do is to think of, like, think of the things that you're not proud of or the things you don't like about yourself and then think of a celebrity or like a TV character that has the same things. Oh, I really like that. Yeah. And you're kind of like personifying it and it really just adds lightness to it. It's shadow work, guys. It works. I swear. That's good. I'm writing that down. (laughs) It's a really good one. So because like my biggest thing was always like, I don't want to be too loud or too obnoxious or people to think that I'm like gloating or people to think that I'm like, you know, conceited, like that was always a big fear of mine. And then I'm like, well, you know, and so I thought of Gloria from Modern Family because she's <laughs> all of those things. And I was like, yeah, I like her. So like, why can't those <laughs> things be likable? <laughs> People like her, they could like you too. Exactly. Exactly. Love it. So today's sponsor is a company that I have literally fallen in love with. It's called Beauty by Design. So I don't know if you guys can relate to this at all, but I remember thinking like, yeah, my skin's okay, but not really understanding why some people literally were glowing. Like it's not fair. Why do I look so lifeless when some people are just literally shiny and perfect? 
I want custom skincare, period, and that's what Beauty by Design gives you. You can literally remedy all of your skin concerns. You're getting expert advice from skilled professionals you trust, and it takes the guesswork out of it. Plus, you're not wasting money on stuff that doesn't work for you. Beauty by Design connects you with online estheticians that will diagnose your skin for only $15, and they're going to curate the special, perfect assortment of vegan, cruelty-free, natural products just for you, and this is all going down via text message, guys, while you watch Real Housewives. It takes like two minutes to answer a few questions about your skin. You put in a price point that you want to pay, so you're literally even picking your price. So I also sent a makeup-free selfie into them and then immediately deleted it because it was not cute and I'd stumbled into some bad lighting. And the best thing is that since it's all through text message, just like the rest of my relationships, I was able to chat with the esthetician on my own time because I just like to stay at home with my dog. So my personal beauty design esthetician was D, and she analyzed my photos and my questionnaire and said the issue with my giant pores was actually because my skin is dry and I had no idea that those things were connected. It's probably because I'm drinking too much wine. And she suggested some really great products that I've been using. And I swear my skin is looking better. And it's just been a few days. I'm literally loving it. It's custom to me. And it's just nice knowing that all the products are working together for the cause. You know, girls got to look camera ready. So it's not a subscription service. You're not locked into anything. I'm not good with commitment. You get to order the products that you need when you need them and shipping returns are always free. So if you've ever felt overwhelmed by the skincare options out there and you've been looking for some really amazing beauty products that are healthier, more natural and perfectly tailored to your skin, I cannot recommend Beauty by Design enough. Go to beautybydesign.com slash chakra and use promo code chakra. First time customers are getting 20% off. That's beautybydesign.com slash chakra and use promo code chakra and get 20% off a big freaking thank you to Beauty by Design for sponsoring this episode. You guys are going to love their stuff. So let's talk about you, girlfriend. Tell us about your journey as an influencer. Well, I started back in about 2009. I started making YouTube videos, like beauty tutorials. Um, But I always kind of have a little bit of like a different angle to it. Like I would try to mix in self-help and inspiration into things as often as I possibly could. And that's kind of how I first started was mainly beauty. And then like on the side was like the self-help sort of thing. And then eventually I would say over the past maybe year or so, it's almost like I've flipped those things and I've put more of my time, attention and energy on, you know, self-help and helping people, you know, feel better Um, and look at their lives in a more positive perspective so they can actually, you know, have a chance, a better chance of making their lives actually better. And like the beauty stuff is kind of like secondary now, which is interesting. (laughs) Mm, Interesting. So how did your own self-development journey coincide with the blog and the content? Did you kind of, were you just kind of figuring stuff out as you went? Like, did you have some kind of like self-development epiphany and decide you needed to share it or how did that all go? I feel like, I mean, I was raised on Oprah and like Yanla and stuff. So I feel like I was always sort of like, just that's what I was always really interested in and fascinated about um, is how people were able to transform their lives. And um, 
I've always loved beauty. So it was kind of me doing both of those things. But obviously, like as you're going, like when I started doing this, I was like 19 years old. So obviously I've learned a lot over the years and whatever I would learn, I would want to share. So whether it was beauty or self-help related things, like that's what I always, that was the lens that I was looking at everything. It was like, what can I learn from this and how can I teach other people? I mean, for years, I feel like I was kind of in denial, but I was kind of dealing with depression and there was really no other way of really describing it, especially now where I look back. And when I finally had gotten out of that and sort of had like an epiphany, then I was like, wow, it's really important for me to help other people kind of break through with themselves as well. Just because I saw what, how much better life is when you get better. You know what I mean? Totally. So how did you, what did your journey look like from depression to getting yourself out of it to starting to share it? Well, I mean, I feel like what happened with me was it was almost kind of like reaching a rock bottom where you kind of, you you get at like a point where things get so dark that you don't even want to go on. And then it's kind of like the universe basically like gave me that option of like showed me in a way like made me feel like my life was over. And then that's when I was like, oh, wait, I don't want my life to be over. You know what I mean? And then it was like, it it just gives you a different perspective and it makes you view things as like so ridiculous of like what you were allowing to, you know, bring you down or make you feel a certain way. And it makes you kind of have a new found appreciation. And my thing is, is I think that rock bottom type moments are really great for people. They're beautiful gifts Mm -hmm. because it really helps you to get a lot more clarity and really helps to give you a better idea of what your strengths really are. And because you have no other option but to be that. So there's great gifts in it. But like what I'm trying to do is help people get there without having to go through that. Because if you can avoid hitting rock bottom, it's fantastic. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) So what is like one tangible thing that we can start doing if we feel we're kind of like slipping or like in that kind of dark place? I feel like the best thing that you can do, um, well, there's two things. One thing is, Obviously, I recommend journaling and really trying to flip your perspective. So I would say like start out with, you know, express everything that you're feeling. This is something that you can rip up. Nobody needs to see it. You don't have to worry about anybody finding it. Just like really, really like get real and say everything that you really are feeling that you hate about a certain situation and circumstance and then start guiding yourself through what's great about it. Like if I had chosen this, why would I have chosen it? What like it may be, you know, something is giving you the time to focus on something else. Maybe it's showing, it's teaching you something like think of literally anything. It's almost like you're being your own lawyer in a sense of like, what's great about this situation. But another thing that I really recommend to people, and this is something that I kind of figured out like recently is I feel like a lot of the times our ego is what causes us the most pain because it's constantly telling us like, well, all these things that are happening to you are proof of X, Y, Z about yourself, right? Right. So it kind of keeps you focused on, you know, all the external things. And, you know, everything is constantly in flux and it's not always, you know, something personal or having to do with you. Like, yeah, there's lessons and things, but also, you know, people are people and circumstances happen. And instead of what I've noticed, like, let's say, for example, with a breakup, I think a lot of the times what people have done, and I know that I would do this all the time, is you kind of go looking for external validation and you're looking for something else to make you happy, um, somebody else to make you happy. And, you know, external validation, I mean, it 
feels good. Everybody loves it. Who doesn't love to get compliments? Who doesn't have, look, love to be treated well? Who doesn't love to get external validation? It, it feels great. We would be lying if we said it didn't make a difference. It does. But I feel like when you are going through something, it's really your ego that's being bruised. I kind of think of it this way. I think of it as like, it's an important time to kind of like starve your ego. Mm. Because I think when you just kind of pull yourself back and don't allow yourself to reach for all of those things that you would normally reach for, kind of like the candy that is external validation, you start to really learn how to validate yourself Mm -hmm. and how to make yourself feel good. So I kind of call it basically starving your ego. I think it's the best thing for you. And then when you realize how much you can actually do for yourself and how much um, it's hard at first, it is hard at first because it's something new. But when you get past that initial point, then you can just go back into, you know, functioning like a normal human being and, you know, get, accept your external validation and all of that. But I feel like it's really important to kind of pull back and just get really like centered with yourself mm. and, 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 and give yourself everything that you need because you really can do that. So true. And I feel like we all have that one friend who's going to validate us. Like if say you like get in a fight with your partner or you like break yeah. up with someone and they'll be like, what an asshole. Like, I can't believe it. Like you were so right. Like you did nothing wrong. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, we all yeah. have that friend that's going to validate like our, like validate our situation. Mm-hmm. But like, if you don't call that friend, you're going to actually be able to look at yourself and look at like what actually happened. Yeah. Um, without needing to like, I don't know, without needing someone to praise you. Yeah. And I feel like, look, it's important for us to be able to talk about our problems and air out our dirty laundry. But I feel like there's a point where you kind of have to say, all right, we're not going to continue like adding fuel to this fire. Like I don't need to talk to everybody about every little detail of this. Like I can deal with it by myself. Yeah. And I mean, even like I find too now, like if I have a friend who's like, taking my side and something, I'll be like, no, no, like, 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 I don't need you to tell me, like, I know I didn't do everything perfectly. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I think it's important to like, be able to look at it from both sides. Yeah. That's really important. But sometimes some people don't get that Yeah, (laughs) and they'll be like, well, why are you defending the other side? And it's like, well, because we're all people. Totally. I know sometimes like I'll be like yelling at like a random pedestrian, <laughs> not li- yeah. not literally, but I'd be like, what an idiot. Why would they cross the road right now? And my husband will be like, okay, well, like there's, they're allowed to cross. I'll be like, whose side are you on? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it interesting though? Like, I feel like once you start to get like really aware of yourself, you start to realize where you might be an asshole. <laughs> I know. Like, well, and I think that's, that you forget self, about. That's what self-development is, is identifying that you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, kind of gives you, it kind of gives you a little bit like, I mean, it's totally normal to get angry and upset about things. Like it's normal to have feelings, but it's also important to realize like you have control over what, what you're feeling too. So true. And your reaction, like not everybody needs to know how you feel about every single thing. Exactly. Because what you're feeling can change anyway. So how did people kind of respond when you started being a little bit more vulnerable and talking more about like mental health issues and self-development and all that stuff? That's when I really got to get really close with my audience. And I feel like engagement really, really improved. Mm. Like I, at this point, like I really don't see most of my followers as followers. I actually see them as people that I 
like I kind of know like they're kind of like my friends like they're not but they are yeah and um it's just it it also makes it a lot more fun for me because at the end of the day like I love connecting with people and that's what social media is about and it's not just about giving other people someone to connect to like you but it's also you can connect with other people too Mm -hmm. so I don't really view it as very like one-sided I mean there have been times where people have like I'll post something, they'll reach out to me and like actually talk me through something myself. So Mm. it's really interesting. Um, I don't know. I have, I feel like I have a very unique relationship with my followers. That's amazing. So tell us more about that. Like how, how did you kind of nurture that? Um, Well, first, like getting really honest about things is helpful. A lot of the times there's things that we hold back from sharing just because we don't want to look a certain type of way. But I think that everybody experiences, there's certain experiences that are universal and there's, there's always something people can relate to or find something to relate to in a story. So just being like kind of open. I mean, I remember this was when things really, I noticed like the floodgates kind of opened was about a year ago where I basically accidentally dated a con artist. Oh my God. <laughs> I, which, I mean, some people say like the best way to date a con artist is accidentally. I'm like, yeah, and, but not really because if I'd known, I just wouldn't have dated the person. And was he conning you? No, not, no. I was too smart for that. Thank God. <laughs> but, but I was on to that something was happening. Something was afoot, but I couldn't quite pinpoint it. I was just like, he's probably just cheating. Like, that's what I thought. And it turned out like he ended up getting married um, while we were dating, just up and got married. And um, I put him on blast because I thought that the girl that he married had no idea. Mm. So because she was deleting my comments because I was like, well, this is interesting. Anyway, neither here nor there. I posted all about it. And then all of a sudden, like the floodgates opened and it turned out to be a way bigger story. There were people coming forward that were also dating him, other people who had been scammed by him. Oh my God. Ex-family members of his, ex-girlfriends, like you have no idea. Like it, it went like for miles. And honestly, it was a very entertaining time. (laughs) It was a lot of fun. And it was something that like, when I first posted, like everybody that knew me was like, what are you doing? But honestly, the amount of engagement that I got from that and the amount of people that were able to actually connect with me and like my audience became so much more invested. Yeah. It actually did wonders. So like, if you're looking to boost your engagement, <laughs> date a con artist, date a con artist, <laughs> put on blast. it was, it was, it was actually really, really, really great. But I felt like that was really the turning point. And it was something where like everybody that knew me was like, Oh my God, that's so embarrassing. Like, don't share that. It makes you look bad. And in the end, it worked out like perfectly for well, me. Well, that's the thing. It's like, you literally have to be a little bit outrageous. Yeah. Like yeah. you have to be like, vul- I think, I think that's exactly it. It's like, you need to be vulnerable and you also have to be a little outrageous. Look at every single yeah. memorable, notable. It's so true. You're a little outrageous. Like, yeah. And, and like, look, it wasn't like, it's not like I have a history of being like, what's the word like hysterical like it wasn't like a hysterical woman and I wasn't that wasn't even how I was coming across I was just like putting them on blast and like also it turned into like I'm trying to let people know so that they can be warned totally this day I still have people who come to me and they're like thank god for your podcast or like you know I'm dating him and this and this it's like such a disaster don't even get me sorry but um (laughs) let me tell you like the the legal system is like running through molasses it's like so hard can you tell us his name 
Yeah, it's Brian Pansier, and he's, oh he's in New York, and he's just terrible, 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 terrible. Oh my gosh! Because yeah. actually, I my something happened to my friend, not to that extent, but she was dating this guy that lived, I think it was in Utah, and um, <laughs> he literally was dating like eight other people and then all the girl none of the other girls knew and it was just like this crazy crazy thing this went on like a whole other level though this was more than him but just, what like, was his objective was he trying to like make money or like what like what, what was he trying to do? um well he had gotten married we had like evidence like he told multiple different people multiple different people um, that he married this girl for money because she needed her green card, et cetera, et cetera. So it was like marriage fraud, like citizenship BS. Yeah. Um, then there was like, he was scamming people. He owed like tens of thousands of dollars in child support. That was really sad. Mm. Um, then there was, what else? Counterfeit money. I mean, the list goes on and on. <laughs> that is insane. Okay. Yeah. So one of like, the things- secret service showed up to one of the girls. Oh my home. And I was like, how could, they were like, we don't have enough evidence. I was like, how could they come to my house? Cause I've got like, I, I, I'm sure I could somehow help them. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is yeah. so, so it was, crazy. It was insane. It was insane. So one of the things that you mentioned in your questionnaire that we could talk about was narcissists. So I feel like that's a great segue. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so is, this, is your experience with narcissists yeah. related to this event? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So crazy. So what do you feel you've learned about narcissism? Well, first and foremost, like there's, there's, I feel like there's different levels to it. I feel like there's a spectrum and I feel like there's some people who they're narcissists and they kind of fall into the category of like sociopaths, which was more of the, along the lines of what I dealt with, with this person. But, um, there's also, I, I feel like there's people who, there's like narcissism on the rise and people have like narcissism light, I guess you could say, where they're very, very conscious of, you know, their image and they don't really consider other people. They they just, it's it's kind of like they're using people for supply. Now there's there's people who, again, it's like narcissism light. I think there's a lot of people we can think of that are narcissists that aren't necessarily horrible people. Um, they just, that's who they are. But then like, like where it gets him. really, yeah, like I don't find him to be like a harmful no. person. Like no. he, I don't know him personally, but like, you know, he's wrapped up in his own, you yeah. know, world. Um, that's okay. You know, yeah. like he's not really hurting anybody, no. but um, the, the where it really can get dangerous is where it's people who are really like emotionally abusing people and kind of like sucking the life out of them and just plain using them um, yeah. just for fun. You know. totally. And I feel like in the spiritual world, um, I don't know that much about this, but what I've, you know, I've read things that explain mm-hmm. that uh, empaths tend to attract narcissists. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I can't tell you that I've like, that situation was very unique. I mean, that was like a clear cut sociopath, but I mean, he wasn't actually the first like narcissist that I'd ever dealt with or even the last, I don't think, but like, yeah. you know, I don't like to label people and it takes me a very long time to like really come to a conclusion about someone like that. But I mean, I've seen it, it's popped up a lot and it's just because um, it comes down to, I think with empaths is like, we know how much we have to offer, but at the same time, there's like that little bit of almost like doubt 
you know, there's, mm-hmm. it's like, we are able to give so much and then you, we're not giving it really to ourselves and we can kind of get really swept up in, you know, seeing the good in someone else and yeah. having every excuse for why we should, you know, be so wonderful and just keep giving, giving, giving. And then we realize, oh my God, we've forgotten about ourselves. Yeah. It's almost like we get wrapped up in the fantasy and then, yeah. yeah. And then before you know it, you're getting conned. Yeah. You, you're, <laughs> you're getting conned or you're, you're actually, you're just giving way more to someone else than you are to yourself. And that's something that can be really, really dangerous. And sometimes, you know, that you can't just even blame another person for that. I mean, you're responsible at the end of the day mm-hmm. for what you're doing with your energy. So, so it's really important, I think, especially for empaths, you really spend time like doing a lot of check-ins with themselves, like mm-hmm. very often. And it's like, are you, you know, overextending yourself energetically, pull back and like totally. focus on yourself for a bit. And then you can go out there and, you know, give and give and give. And cause it does make us happy. You know, we can't help ourselves, but it's very important to check in with yourself and take care of yourself first. It's like the cup runneth over. What's in the cup, remember, is for you. Yeah, exactly. Whatever's overflowing is for everybody else. If your cup is not overflowing, uh, focus on yourself, please. So true. So <laughs> yeah, before true. it gets out of hand, it's really important to check in with yourself regularly and often. One of my favorite things to do is to go into my calendar and just start canceling things and be like, sorry, can't make it. That's great. That's great. Another (laughs) thing that I like to do is like really kind of do like an audit of my time. Like where am I spending way too much energy? Like what am I doing? Like where am I wasting my time? And like figure out what to replace it with. Mm. And just kind of like monitor it. Like social media is something that I find to be like, it constantly sucks my energy and I can get so wrapped up, like just scrolling and looking at things. And it's just, it's not healthy to do that. Cause then it's like your whole life and day goes away. So I try to really monitor that and just like time myself when it comes to my social media use. And I even went so far as to buy like a, a it's called a kitchen safe where you're able to put your phone in, let's say, and lock it up for as long as you basically want. So if you want to do an hour, you want to do, you could do days. I, I don't know who would do that, but, and it just helps prevent me from being on social media and you actually literally me, lock your phone in the kitchen. Yeah. Oh my God. It's called, yes. No, it's called a kitchen safe. I got this idea from the author, Neil Strauss. He wrote the game and then he wrote the book, the truth. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. Never mind. He's an author. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he's an author and he swears by um it was called a it's called a kitchen safe. You can get it on Amazon. It's like 55 bucks, which I think is wildly overpriced, but then again, whatever. Um time is anyway. money. <laughs> yeah, like it is overpriced for what it is, but uh, whatever. It's 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 pricey enough that you wouldn't want to break it yeah. unless you absolutely had to. So, in yeah. one sense it's kind of a good thing. And you are able to lock your phone, like people use this for real addictions, like, you know, cigarettes, alcohol, et cetera. Um, I use it for my phone. <laughs> oh my <laughs> so, gosh. That's yeah, so I, smart. It, it's, it, it's the one way that I know for a fact, I won't pick up my phone. I won't like be like, oh, let me just look at this for like one minute. And it turns into however long, like, no, yeah. in the kitchen safe, it goes and you can't, there's no way of getting it open. No matter what you can remove batteries, you can do whatever you want. It's not going to open up until the time is up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. You can I- break the glass. You can break the glass. And from what I've read, you can just purchase the glass part. Well, it's not glass. It's like a really, really thick plastic. You can repurchase that for not as expensive as a whole thing costs. I don't know how much it costs because I don't want to know. 
But that just sounds like a big pain. I don't want to know until I have to know. Yeah, you don't want to know. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Well, we're going to link you guys to that too. And I'm like, part of me like feels like I need to get it. And then part of me is like, oh my God, no, you, no, you don't need do it. it. You need it. I promise it's oh. like one of the best things ever. And I knew I needed it because I was reading this book called How to Break Up with Your Phone. Oh my God. And I... I kid you not, I wasn't even able to get past, I think like two chapters because it just made me so like nauseous in a way of like how addicted we are to, to these devices. I mean, I always say like, I, I was actually saying this the other day, I was like, I feel like Instagram and I are, have a toxic relationship. It's like, I love it so much, but sometimes it's just really not good for me. <laughs> uh, see, like, I don't have a problem. Like I okay, I definitely have an addiction problem, but Instagram <laughs> never makes me feel bad. I feel like I'm kind of like, I just don't, I don't, it doesn't bother me ever. Um, but I definitely spend too much time on it. But what I've been so That's doing- the part that makes me feel bad about it is that I spend yeah. too much time on it. I'm not too affected by like, you know how other people are like, you're comparing your life to other people. Yeah. It doesn't really affect me. Like, I no. don't really care about that. Yeah. Um, I know it's a thing for a lot of people. Thankfully, that's not my problem. My problem is I just- I love it. <laughs> well, and I almost feel like if that is your problem, if that is someone's problem, then the so this like locking your phone away isn't the solution. The solution is finding out why you let things like that bother you and start loving yourself more. Oh yeah, for that in that case, yeah, my yeah, case is just case. I'm just no, in I your love case, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just love it, and I think it's so much fun, and I love yeah. to see what people are up to and like interact and talk. It's just like so much fun to me. I've been like going on the treadmill in the morning for like I've been doing the skinny confidential protocol and doing going on like a ten or more incline and just only going like the speed of three, but I still like sweat like a mofo. But then I do like all my emails and social media while I'm working out so it's like double whammy that's good that yeah. works for you <laughs> I'm just really trying to fight the kitchen safe anyways maybe I need it <laughs> I think it's great I think it's great try it try it okay I'll try it I will do a test so let's move on to manic moments and manifesting where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing we manifested and I can go first okay so I had a major meltdown over the weekend because I had some dental emergency. I still don't know what happened, but it was like under, something happened like under my tooth. Like there was no way, like the gums looked fine. Everything was fine. But when I touched my tooth, it was like a fucking nightmare. And I was in so much pain. Like Tylenol threes were not even working. I was like, I don't even like smoke pot guys, but I was smoking all the pot just to get (laughs) I was like doing everything I could um, and it would not go away. Anyways, it's fine now, but I was like even like having this moment of like, what did I do to deserve this? And like Googling the Louise Hayes, like what does it mean? Like when your tooth hurts and like really trying to blame myself. But I think sometimes you just get a fucking toothache and you just yeah. got to deal with it. Um, so that was my weekend and it sucked because me and my husband had this whole date night planned and I was like, I can't even chew. Like, no, I'm not going to like go out for dinner when I can't eat. It was just not the best weekend. But what I've manifested, which is totally unrelated, Forbes contacted me again about- Fabulous. Um, 
Yeah. About featuring my bedroom. I don't know why, but, um, do I guess they're doing like a feature on like bedrooms. I'm like, Oh, right. But then I was like, my bedroom's like not that inspiring. And I like needed new nightstands, but then it was cyber Monday and I got an amazing deal on nightstands. And then ironically today, actually one of my past clients who does feng shui and like interior design, she was coming over today anyway. So I'm going to get her to like really shush up the bedroom and take a photo and then we'll all be Forbes ready. That's fabulous. I know. I'm really excited. Um, yeah, it was just kind of funny how it all happened. Like, is your tooth better? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my God. No, it's so much better. I got all the drugs and <laughs> it just magically became better. I don't know what the hell happened. Like, I still don't know what happened. They're sending me to some like root specialist, like nerve specialist or something. But like, yeah, I, I've heard, I've heard that like tooth pain can sometimes be something like psychological. Oh, interesting. Okay. But I've heard no, that don't also let me for go like down that rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that also for like any kind of pain, like back pain and things like that, which I mean, I don't know. Well, everything so so I was thinking of the chakras. So like the throat chakra is related to your teeth. The left side of your body is related to your femininity. And it's just kind of funny because me and my husband have been like having a lot of deep conversations about like me wanting to like take on more of a feminine role. And like, I feel like I'm such an organizer and I'm like, but then that becomes stressful for me because I'm the one like deciding what we're having for dinner and deciding what we're doing for this. And then I was like, I need to like step back and like, let him like take care of me. And so I feel like what I was, one thing that came up for me, like intuitively was like, okay, maybe that's what's going on. Like there was, it was literally just processing that energy shift. Mm -hmm. Um, and like I did communicate it and like we did get it out there. So maybe it was just processing that and like moving past, I don't know, to get to the clear. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Well, maybe it was like you releasing like the tension of like having to control like all the details. Exactly. That's exactly what I think. So we'll see. Stay tuned. The saga continues. (laughs) I'm going to a specialist on Thursday. Okay. Tell us about your last meltdown. Um, Well, to be honest, my meltdowns are very like quick these days. Like I don't really stay there for too long. But the last thing that I can remember was about like two months ago, I started getting really into tapping Mm -hmm. and I blame Gala Darling for this. Mm -hmm. Hasn't she been on the show before? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I'm correct. Um, She's wonderful. But I started doing her tappings and everything. And I had no idea that when you, when you're doing tapping, sometimes the very next day, you can feel like absolute crap, Mm, like mm -hmm. absolute crap. And I remember there was, there was a day where like, I, like the night before I had done, I think two tappings. I don't know what got into me to think like, Oh, do two tappings, Mm -hmm. but I did two tappings and I woke up the next morning and it like, I had that feeling of, Oh, like, I don't even want to get up. Like, and it was just so weird because I was like, that's how I used to feel when I was depressed. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, I feel fine. Like there's nothing really going on, but why do I feel physically like that? And I kind of ended up having like a meltdown that day and I had no idea why. And it was because it's a, it's a side effect of tapping. Mm-hmm. Sometimes uh, if you're, if you're tapping and it's actually working, you can, because it's bringing up all of these emotions and all this energy that was probably repressed, it kind of comes up to the surface and it kind of be a little bit frightening when you don't really know what to do with it. Totally. <laughs> you're not expecting it because you're like, where the hell did this all come from? My thoughts totally. were going wild. It was insane. And then yeah. like, I was like, 
wait a minute, could this be from like me tapping? Because that's the only thing that I can think of. And I looked it up and lo and behold, they say, if that that's a normal thing that happens and it just means tap more. And then I was like, a little bit terrified to tap more because I was like, what if I wake up the next day and I feel even worse? <laughs> oh my, it's like a tapping hangover and the only cure yeah. is to drink tap more. more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's it's like the hair of the dog. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. So no, I, I will, did that. Yeah. I did that and I felt tremendously better the next day. And it kind of made me like feel like, oh man, I shouldn't have reacted the way that I reacted. I should just like turn it off. But you needed to, you needed to like get it all out. Yeah, I know. But I also took it out on a lot of other people. <laughs> well, maybe they deserved it. I'm just kidding. I'm enabling you. I'm being they that prob- They probably did. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. Yeah, what is I was the really last- just helping them along on their journey. <laughs> exactly. They manifested it. What is the last thing you manifested? Well, um, I feel like, well, every, we're always manifesting things. I mean, everything is, is a manifestation. We're constantly doing it, but, um, consciously, I feel like again with Gala Darling, I did her, I did her like radical rituals abundance. Mm -hmm. And I did that from last year. Um, when she, I think she first came out with, I don't know, but that's when I started it. And it made a huge, huge difference for like my finances and everything, like things that were like really blowing my mind where I was like, where the hell did this all even come from? And um, I've just constantly gone back to that and like manifesting money has been so easy for me just because of this. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's something, but it's funny what I had had a memory of when you mentioned about Forbes and like, you know, the whole furniture situation. I remember a few years ago, I had, I wanted these end tables. And it was like these really pretty, like lucite end tables, really cute. Just something for like, you know, when I want to eat and watch TV at the same time, right? Like whatever. Yeah. So I had ordered one of them. And after I placed the order, I was like, damn it. I was like, I should have ordered two of them because like, what about when someone comes over? Like, shouldn't they have a table too? And I was like, oh, I'll just do it later. And eventually I forgot about it, of course. And the package comes in the mail a few, like about a week or so later there's two end tables in it. Oh, did you pay two. for both? I, I triple checked. I looked at the receipt. I went oh, back online. To see, is this like, was it a set that I wasn't aware of? Like I checked everything. There was no record of them having to send me two. Manifested two. it. And I was like, anytime, like I ever have any doubts about anything, I'm like those end tables. <laughs> oh my gosh. So funny. The so power like of manifesting. Awesome. Well, it was so great to chat with you, girlfriend. Tell everyone where they can find all of your amazingness. Well, you can find me on Instagram at Jessica Harlow. I also have a weekly podcast. You could just search for the Jessica Harlow podcast on iTunes. It'll pop up. And uh, yeah, that's basically where you can find me at any given moment. (laughs) Yay. Awesome. Thank you so, so much. You guys go check out Jessica. You're going to love all of her content. And Jessica, thank you so, so much. And guys, we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for being a chill Shocker Girl and tuning in to Shocker Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on Chakras and on Amber Lee at theshockergirlco.com and follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at theshockergirlco. Amber Lee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.